0: Welcome to AI for an Eye, a podcast where humans try their best to convince themselves that they are still necessary. I'll be your artificial avatar for the duration. At the time of this recording, the humans are still struggling with the most basic of tasks. Coming up with a name for this podcast. Don't worry, they'll figure it out. Eventually. <laughs>
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back. My name is Brent, and I am joined by three of my greatest friends ever.
2: What an honor!
1: I am actually honored. Who are? Th- <laughs> wow, who are who are these three friends? I need you. Okay, this is important. Every time I need you to like, it's like it's like a CAPTCHA, whatever they called, like to check that you are in fact human and right. not AI-generated facsimiles of my friends. Mm. Tell me your name and something only. something only you would know
3: okay um my name's will and back in the day we would lay in the tall grass on a dark night with a shiny laser
1: (laughs) that's true okay okay i got you got you got me you got me there
4: Uh, my name is cliff and you were the first person to scratch my brand new truck
1: a few days after I bought it. I thought it was a dent. Wasn't it a dent? But yes. It was both. It was both. <laughs> oh, never. I'll never be forgiven. And I don't expect to be.
2: My name is Kim and we grew up 40 minutes away from each other, but had to move 400 kilometers to meet each other. <laughs>
1: This is true. This is true. Now, uh, I'll give you a pass, Kim, but I'm pretty sure an AI could have discovered that fact through geolocation. Ooh, um, wow. Lady. So you're you're on notice. Uh, I'm I, not, I, I am not 100% sure that you're not a robot. Neither
2: is my husband. We'll find, so. <laughs> we'll find out.
0: We'll find out. We'll
1: find out. Welcome to the A. a-, 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 a- okay, Okay, this is this. Did we rename the podcast we, already? We 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 when we fir- we did our, our first pilot ep- what it, whatever episode, we didn't have a name for the podcast, mm-hmm. and then Will proposed we get the AI to suggest a name for the podcast, and it was bad. They were bad. They were bad. They were bad, they were bad suggestions. I, it was safe to say you did not like any of them. I didn't like any of them. I found them generic and boring and very literal. And uh, and then Kim gave me the, the the most interesting idea or said something that sparked, which reaffirmed my uh, desire to work with human beings. Uh, and I think we settled on um, AI or like AI made this or something like that as a kind of like a joke or like a literal uh, I think, and I, I wrote down a couple versions of this. So I think like AI wrote it <laughs> is a is a funny name for a podcast about literally AI writing things. Um,
4: but is it like? Could it also be like if you had an accent? It's like, hey. I wrote this. Mm. <laughs> That's true. That's true.
1: Um, the other thing Kim's, and this is Kim, oh, this is Kim's show at this point. The other thing Kim said, like, AI is a collaborator at the end of the podcast, which I thought as I was listening back to it, editing it was just pretty cool. Uh, so AI is a collaborator is a pretty cool name too.
3: The best part is you're giving Kim credit for all of the titles and you're also questioning if she's not a computer.
1: Oh yep. my, you're, oh. Full you, circle. You got me. This is, um, this is the beginning of the I don't know end. if this
4: is actually part of what we're doing, but could I s- propose a name? Absolutely. Of course. Hey, what about what about me, myself, and AI? Uh, oh, yeah. That's, that's really good. That's, good. that's
1: pretty good. Okay. I got to write that down on the <laughs> yeah, little that's, document that's, here.
3: Only a human would think of that. Thank you, Cliff, the human. Thank you, Jim
4: Carrey. Thank you, Jim Carrey.
1: That's really funny. And that's probably the front runner right now. Uh, The yet as of untitled podcast that will probably be called Me, Myself, and AI, that's solid. Thank you, Cliff, again, for your contributions to humanity. (laughs) 116611244. Um One one, six,
4: six, one, one, two, more. <laughs> okay, here
1: we go. So uh, Cliff, this is your first time joining us. Uh we've only done it once before. It's nothing like we haven't done anything magical. But um just to catch you up, we are using the gold standard of chat bots currently in market, uh, and that's chat GPT, the one in the news that everyone is terrified is going to uh destroy human creativity, or at least that's what I fear. In the world, so we are using it to face my existential dread of being overruled or over being destroyed, my creative brain being destroyed and and uh, made obsolete by this program or ones like it. And so we are facing the fear directly and using it to see if we can actually make something creative or if it could do anything that a human can't do or do better than a human can do. And that's kind mm. of where we're at right now. We did some prompts with it. Uh, chat GTP, as you can see, this is the website we're on right now. It is very straightforward. It is basically your standard uh, 90s chatbot or aughts chatbot looking interface. You talk to it, it talks back to you, but it talks back to you much smarter than those old, a um, uh, what are those chatbots from... A I M chatbots or whatever the words back in the day was it the program that kids used? Yeah, Old I don't I. know.
3: I, I saw it. Was programs? Yeah. Um, I wasn't too pleased with them then, and I don't know if I'm so pleased with it now. So I don't think you have anything to fear, Brent Felzin, But you know, I got your back.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, something <laughs> an AI would say. Um, <laughs> So uh, what's cool about this program, it's cool and also terrifying, is that you can uh, save your chats and pick them up. As you go, as if nothing, no time has passed between your last conversation with them, it remembers what you It were remembers about. everything. So we can kind of look, click through here and see some of the old conversations we were having. It takes a moment to load or not at all. There we go. So we can see here a, we gave it a prompt saying, I want you to write a three-page, three-character theater script about a Halloween surprise. Make it terrifying. This prompt came from Mr. Will it and did. wrote <clears throat> this. Uh, okay, the Halloween horror with a cast and acts and lines and directions and everything. And so,
4: does it do all the formatting? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty impressive. Okay, yeah. just you
1: wait. So, just you yeah, wait. Uh, and so we, we read this back, we enjoyed it, we had some laughs, we had some chills. Uh, I came away feeling not personally as a as a writer and i say that in big air quotes i i I say that i i didn't feel threatened by it at this stage in terms of writing a story that was pretty generic you could see where Mm -hmm. it was picking up like a lot of um cues from from popular culture which is you know what is creative writing except you know rehashing ideas and 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 thoughts from those who came before you and that's what the ai is doing but like in a kind of a generic, boring way. Um, it didn't take a it's lot just, of risk. It's
4: just quick. No it's way.
1: quick and um, it's uh, accurate and it understands what you're saying. So, and it, mm-hmm. and you can ask it to do things, which is I think what we're going to really try to work on today is can you use the chatbot to dramaturge its own work? So and we're going to do, we're going to try a deep dive here. On a on a script, so I'm going to open up a new chat here. Let I me also is, just
3: let me just add that um, uh, on this note of Halloween script that we did last last episode, I recently watched a Scream movie of recent release, and I found the writing
5: almost as bad as Chat GPT.
1: <laughs> so there's every possibility that this is already being used, or human beings have already reached the generic level of rehashing that gives ai a perfect place to it's
3: definitely possible yeah (sighs) although Um, there were more twists and turns in the script than what chatbot has given us but hopefully if we do a little extended um scripting maybe it'll give us some more maybe it'll give us some more depth we'll find out here i hope
1: yeah we did we were uh it is a robot so you have to be specific with your prompts. It'll it'll get you it puts out what you put in. Right. Uh, so we were giving it generic prompts. It was giving us generic scripts. Okay. So, so here we are. So uh, my my question to the group is: um, Will Cliff, yes, Kim, what kind of script, deep dive script, do we want to ask ask chat? GPT to create for us tonight.
4: So, are we doing a new script, or are we dramaturging the uh, new script. Halloween We're script? We're going to
1: start with a new script.
4: Yeah, okay. let's start fresh. Start fresh. Okay. That that
3: Halloween script is old hat. Okay, we don't we don't need that. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you're you're thinking a little more lengthy. Do you have a time frame for this length? Like, do you have it in mind in mind?
1: Well. I don't know how to say that because we asked it a couple times. We said we always actually asked it asked it at the same prompt last time, and that was yeah, three we gave pages. it a three
3: page, yeah, and
1: three pages seemed to vary script to script depending on the prompt. So yeah, not not a lot though. Do we do a three act? Because that that last one we did was three, actually was three acts. Right, and but it a three like
3: act it, could be a two hour script if you're talking play.
1: So do you want to do like uh, just increase the page count, do you think?
2: Or minutes. You could say 10 can minutes. You do
1: a, can we try minutes? That's a good question. See we can if, try minutes. See if chatbot knows
3: how long a play is, if it's a 60-minute one act or a 45-minute one act. Okay. See if it knows that. Or maybe we don't go that high just yet. Maybe yeah, half an like, hour.
4: Or, or even 10 minutes, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. we want to so have a yeah. Because uh, ideally we want to be able to read it right. all the way through, right? Right. And then to right? so hours. Okay, let's do 12.5 minutes. Just okay. be specific oh for
3: chatbot. <laughs> all
1: right. So um, at this moment, I'm going to uh, task uh, Will to be the person to time with yeah. your phone. Yes,
3: I will get the phone. Yeah. We so will when see we how accurate it. our oh, read is. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Thank you. I and we'll never, try
1: to factor no in any kind of uh, monkey business that happens when we uh, we discuss uh the writing as we go yeah if we go we'll just try we to jump fact- out of script we'll try to factor that in in our calculations and see how close it is all right so a 12.5 minute theater script i want you to write a 12.5 minute theater script How many characters should we have, should we do, or do we, Kim raised an interesting point last time. There's a difference between actors and characters.
3: Okay. So that's a great thing because in theater, often multiple characters are played by fewer actors. Um, A lot of actors play one to three characters in a, in a stage production, depending. It's very possible. Um, but i am unsure if chatbot's going to know how to do that mm-hmm. or if yeah. we just wing it and assume a couple of roles each for ourselves and assume it could work in reality
2: well the other thing is you can call it character or you could say actor count and see what the difference is
3: See if it if it distinguishes the difference
2: because technically you would say the script is this many characters, or the script is meant to be played by four actors.
3: Okay, so we will. So the command should be, um, the script should be playable by four actors, or is that the wording?
4: I think for simplicity Cast. just going with the number of characters.
1: That's what we did unless, last time. We did three we characters. Yeah. We're just trying to see if we can like stretch it a little bit deeper.
4: Oh, oh, I see what you're trying to do. Yeah. You're trying to test the limits of this AI. Yeah,
1: that I think that's I think that's where we're ah, at right now. Last time I see, th- what I we see. happened okay. last time is we always said make it three characters and then each of us would pick a character. Mm-hmm. But okay. inevitably it would always add at least one more character in there in the third yeah, act. Yeah, and and sometimes it was
3: possible to be played by the 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 actors and sometimes it wasn't so it's we're trying to we're see if curious. it's even possible to yeah. put that into the system. So I think maybe it should be performable with four actors.
1: It should be performed by four actors. Period. Do you want to say number of characters that just to really mess with that? No, say, I think I think more think we than just, four characters.
3: I think we leave the a, uh, character amount open and see if we can we might be able to break that down if it's even possible. Okay. Interesting.
1: Okay. 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 I want you to write a 12.5 minute theater script. It should be performed by four actors.
3: Cliff, what do you want this thing to be about?
1: Oh, man. Um, this guy is the limit. Although, this is that's important. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> uh, we okay. tested it a little bit. Um, it has some guidelines that it will not go beyond. And those guidelines are programmed into it. It will not uh delve too violent and it won't delve too explicit sexually so um
3: and we found those both out (laughs) very quickly so it kind of skews
1: into like a i would i would argue even less than pg-13
3: yeah uh, i would say pg probably
1: like a pg level it seems to operate within so which is unfortunate but you know the it, it we can work. We with may
3: that. try to work around that too. We're going to see if we can eventually. Sure, there are also some
1: topics sure. they won't discuss such as like write a script about how chat GTP AI is going to destroy the world mm. or something like that. Okay. It'll, it'll be like, we would rather not. Um, so. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Let's make it,
4: I'll just talk a lot and then we can yeah. figure out what the prompt will be, know, for sure. But it will be about a dining experience that changed someone's life. Oh, that's nice. I think that's the prompt right there.
2: Do you want to put like a genre on it? Like, is it supposed to be funny? Is it dramatic? Is it because sometimes that helps it? Or do you oh, want to oh, leave?
4: Or leave it open. You yeah. can, leave, yeah, it you open can well. leave it
2: open as well. You can leave it open. I just thought I'd put it out there.
4: If if we're going to do that, then I would say romantic comedy. <laughs>
1: oh, that's good. And, see,
4: and see, what it, <laughs> see what it spits out.
1: Okay. All right. So, I want you to write a 12.5 minute theater script. It should be performed by four actors. It will be about a dining experience that changed changed someone's life. Make it a romantic comedy. Does that seem I to think encompass? That's
3: great. I'm excited to see what
1: comes out of this. Okay, yeah. All right.
2: Yeah, sure. Oh, Cliff gets to watch it right.
1: Uh, all right and here we go a taste of love oh, oh amazing oh
3: the title's already better oh, well, than the titles yeah. oh, four characters then the, the, the like three page dingers we did last week scene two's up
1: Now, last time we did this it kind of ran out of steam at some point we weren't sure if there was a character limit but we were able to get it to continue mm-hmm. by saying, please finish this. Okay, okay. But it, it did have a glitch in there where it, like it did a time jump that wasn't written. Even the
4: fix on it was um, a little odd, but yeah, the, the scenes as it's writing it are quite short. It looks like it's um, pulling from more like a, like a TV format. Right. Yeah. Maybe.
1: Yeah. And, and that's, a, that's, that's an interesting observation. I, Every time we did a prompt, I would say every time it was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. The formatting was a little bit different. Yeah. Like it was pulling from a different reference about sure. how to write theater scripts. And sometimes they're a little bit more screenplay-y. Play, play-y. And sometimes they're a little bit more theater-y. And sometimes they included like lights down, lights up. And sometimes they included like descriptions of the characters. And sometimes they didn't. So it seems to be inconsistent. Okay, So it is an interesting observation. It is different now. Its formatting is different than we've seen before. So we'll take that with a grain of salt. All right. It seems about the same length as the other ones, the other short ones we did. So Yeah,
3: I don't know if that's 12.5 minutes, but I am we'll going find to it. find out. Yeah, We'll see.
1: <laughs> yeah, it seems really short, and I have a feeling this will not be 12.5 minutes. No, not a chance. Unless yeah. it knows in advance that we're going to be spending... A large chunk of this read laughing at and making fun of the script <laughs> and maybe and factors very, that into it
3: maybe it's a very physical comedy a lot of bits yeah maybe yeah. maybe it's I
1: mean, yeah if there's like a like if it says like a <laughs> a five minute fight scene happens here then we'll know <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly how it's doing it okay. okay does everyone have the script yes yes Alright, so we will uh, all right. So let's look through the thing. We have the title, it is A Taste of Love. Characters. Emma, a young and ambitious chef, passionate about her culinary skills. Mark, a charming and adventurous food critic, known for his witty reviews. Lisa, Emmett's best friend and fellow chef, supportive and playful. Tom, a reserved and introverted customer looking for someone something more in life all right do any of these characters jump out at anyone that they want to call
3: well i think because it's cliff's first time he should yeah he should he should get first dibs
1: first dibs for the prompt okay
4: um i want to be mark
1: okay a charming okay. adventurous food critic known for his yeah. witty reviews Excellent. i
4: think of anybody here
3: in this uh podcast currently cliff would be the food critic because he's got the most uh, robust t- palate.
1: Oh yeah, okay. That's that's I mean, true. I,
4: I, I would say that actually of this group, yes. yes. Of I, this group,
1: yes, definitely. I am the
4: most adventurous in terms Absolutely. of the
1: food. <laughs> that is accurate.
2: Um, I think since I am a computer, I will play Tom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, computer. You're welcome. Um. All right. I. It leaves what Emma and Lisa. All mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. cool. We don't have to fight over who gets to play the woman, and we're best friends. We have more than it's. Hey, uh, that interesting observation. It we didn't prompt it to, but it did um, equal gender casting.
3: It did, uh, yeah, 50-50. fifty. Uh, two men,
1: two women. Uh, the other ones were like very much male centric. We noticed we, we didn't at- prompt it otherwise. I noticed. Oh, okay. Uh, they were like always two males and a and a female.
4: It might be because we gave it the prompt of romantic comedy.
1: Mm. Uh, Okay. Lisa or Emma? Lisa or Emma, Will?
3: I mean, I'm going to go for the ambitious chef, I think.
1: Passionate. Okay. All right. So then I am Emma's best friend and fellow chef, supportive and playful. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's give it a go. All right, ladies.
3: Can you Mm -hmm. say the title? And when you say the title, I'll start the clock.
1: Okay. A Taste of Love Scene A trendy and cozy restaurant with soft lighting, a dining table set for two, and a bustling kitchen in the background. The curtain opens to reveal Emma in the kitchen preparing a mouth-watering dish. Scene one, a dining experience. Emma places the beautifully plated dish in front of Tom, who gazes at it with curiosity.
2: Um, excuse me, miss. Is this edible?
5: Of course, it is. It's my signature dish. A delightful blend of flavors that will take your taste buds on a journey.
1: Tom hesitates, then takes a small bite. His eyes widen with surprise.
2: Wow, this is amazing. I've never tasted anything like this before.
1: Mark, the food critic, enters the restaurant and takes a seat at a nearby table. He observes the interaction between Emma and Tom with interest. Scene 2: The food critic. <laughs> Emma: Mark is here. <clears throat> Let me do that again. That was a bad read. Uh, <laughs> Emma: Mark is here. He's reviewing our restaurant tonight. Oh no. I hope he enjoys his dining
5: experience. This could make or break our reputation.
1: Emma serves Mark a beautifully presented dish and Mark takes a bite.
5: Ugh. <sighs> <clears throat>
4: Bravo. This dish is an orchestra of flavors. Emma, you're a culinary genius.
1: Seed three, uncovering feelings. (laughs) Tom finishes his meal and approaches Emma, who is clearing his table.
2: That was incredible. Your food has awakened something in me. (laughs) A desire for new experiences. For more than just my mundane routine.
5: What are you looking for?
2: I'm not entirely sure yet, but I know it involves taking risks and stepping out of my comfort zone.
1: Emma and Tom share a genuine moment of connection, interrupted by Lisa's excited voice Emma, Mark wants to speak with you. Scene four Unexpected Revelations Emma nervously approaches Mark, who is writing notes at his table.
5: Mr. Mark. <laughs> How was your dining experience tonight? Emma,
4: I have to confess something. I have been reviewing restaurants for years. But tonight, your food touched my heart. I couldn't help but fall in love with it.
5: Oh, that's very kind of you to say.
4: No, no, no. I mean it. I'm not just talking about your
1: food. I'm talking about you. Would you go on a date with me? Emma's eyes widen in surprise as Tom overhears their conversation. Scene five, a twist of fate. Tom approaches Emma, looking slightly disappointed.
2: Emma, it seems I'm not the only one (laughs) whose life has been changed by your cooking tonight. Congratulations.
5: (laughs) Tom, thank you. But don't worry, our paths crossed for a reason. Maybe this is the beginning of something extraordinary for both of us.
1: Tom smiles and nods, understanding the, <laughs> the unexpected nature of life's twists and turns. <laughs> scene six, epilogue. The scene shifts to a few months later. The restaurant is busier than ever and Emma and Mark are happily dating. End of script. What okay. the flip was this? I mean, time, I was... time, time, time. I
3: timed, I timed, I timed. Nowhere near. <laughs> listeners will obviously already know that was nowhere near twelve and a half minutes.
1: Even with our my flubbing and three minutes and
4: forty-five <clears throat> seconds. Although right. to be fair, to be fair, in ChatGPT's defense, there was a pretty extensive bit of uh, stage directions there. <laughs> Where was it? I wanted to read it. Okay. Emma and Tom share a genuine moment of connection. We have no idea how long that could be. That, that, that could have been a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It Could have been,
1: could have been n- nine
4: to ten minutes.
1: Yeah, it could <laughs> have been a musical, <laughs> whole musical number.
4: Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. All right. So I think it's pretty clear ChatGPT does not know what a scene is.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, in this context, this has been the most non yeah we've we i found this in the previous iterations it's 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 scenes are flexible and yeah. its acts and scenes can be uh defined w- weirdly yeah but this is, this so is far more the worst. than this is the worst we've oh, really? seen so far for for okay. scene
3: breaks yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah it doesn't just scene it just says scene and then what it's really doing is describing the setting uh so it's kind of using those words Arbitrarily, because mm-hmm. like is, you know, what is
3: it? What is it in theater? It's like a French scene when a new character enters. Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it seemed more like that, but even this is just way off base for what scenes are. It seems
2: it's almost like um, tableau yeah. to tableau, like this small interaction to this small interaction. To this yeah, small it's
3: really strange. Yeah. Definitely, we need to dramaturge the heck
4: out of this to get it to at least 12 minutes. Yeah, is the idea now to take what it's given us to start and then build off of that?
1: Yeah, I think that's what we're going to try tonight. Um, Okay, cool. We didn't do that with the last last prompts. And so uh, I know from experience that you can actually continue this chat that we've started and talk to ChatGTP and say, hey, can you clarify x or could you change the script so this happens you can actually do that okay and it'll it'll under, it'll be like okay here you go and it'll do it which is horrifying but also potentially hilarious so okay.
3: yeah so how do you want to how do you want to tackle this because in my mind at this point it does seem like 12.5 minutes it has no concept of time no so it ha- yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. If we go pages, it seemed to understand three pages last time a little better, but maybe we can, can we start with that being like, extend this puppy to 10 pages?
1: Hmm. Yeah. Was is
3: that not enough?
1: Okay. Okay. So, uh, first thing is, can you extend this to 12 pages you're thinking?
3: Yeah, I'd say ten is probably
1: fine. Ten, so sure, 10, 10. yeah, yeah. So extend extend this to ten pages. Or okay, expand. Yeah. but while we're at it, we or should expand, ask it, yeah. Is there any structural story problems that we want to address, or do we think that just giving it more room to maneuver will automatically add more subtext in there and more meat?
4: Uh, i I the only thing I would like to get is if we could get um some. Uh, maybe like um, character exposition. Uh, maybe not exposition. <laughs> but like um, but like some uh, some more. What am I trying to like? Some more. Yeah. How do we give this information you...
2: about the characters? Is that what you're trying to do? Maybe it is just character exposition. Like back,
4: yeah. Yeah. Backstory or yeah. I mean, obviously, I want to be like, "Hey, can you write better? Can you make better? Like, <laughs> yeah, can you just <laughs> can you make it better? Can you um, please just make this? Can you better? actually like have stakes and uh, character development yeah. <laughs> and relationships and all these things? But yeah, what's the, what's all the right. simple version so, of that?
1: So okay, let, let's look at what we got. So, who falls in love with who um, um, in this? Well, two Mark, people fall in love with with Mark Emma. and Tom
3: fall in love with Emma and her food.
1: Um. But who ends up being the final the and final Mark boy? Mark. Currently and Mark are happily dating. I, I wish, literally yeah it was so boring that I lost track of who actually yeah. was in love but with I her. Wish you never Tom know when the Mark twists fell and fell turns
3: of life
1: mm. what may happen. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry, what was it, Kim?
2: I wish Tom and Mark fell in love, staring at each other oh. across the restaurant, enjoying the food, having this out of body experience. That'd that's that's an interesting, interesting idea. Than, wow, Like Two men throwing themselves at a woman.
4: A woman who can cook.
2: Yeah, yeah.
4: Or okay, how? Like, are, are we wanting to like give it a multiple prompts or just one at a time? We can, we
1: can, we you can hey, do any. Hey, this is the, we're taking this puppy for a test drive. Let's, if you got a prompt you want to try to inject into it, let's let's go.
4: Okay. Um, like, we on don't, a don't have a different to do relation. that one. Yeah. No, no, I like it. No, That's no, I like one. that too. Like, like. Instead of Lisa being Emma's best friend, could she be trying to sabotage Emma's restaurant?
3: Yeah, because right now Lisa doesn't have a lot going on. Yeah, for she doesn't her. do. So let's really amp her up a like little get,
4: Like just give give her something some motivation, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like she's trying to sabotage Emma's credibility so she can take over the restaurant. Well, <laughs> oh, we're going to break chat tonight. <laughs> well,
2: maybe we just do that and the 10 pages because that was the other concern before we try and change the love interest because All right. Lisa has nothing in this. She says like
3: I guess, thing. yeah, at least the three of the four characters have purpose. Right now, Lisa has zero purpose. So maybe if we can get her fleshed out a little bit. It will be enough for our judging eyes. <laughs> yeah,
4: I doubt it, but
3: it's a good start.
4: Oh, and and uh, can you ask ChatGPT G, GPT to also define what the food item is? <laughs> because they say this is the most tasty thing I've ever had, but I'm like, I don't know what it is. I want to yeah, know. know what they they're never
3: eating. say. They never say what it is exactly. And I love also that this was genuinely funny to me, even though it's a terrible line. Tom had no idea if the food was edible.
1: (laughs) I I think that's a feature, not a bug. So we'll just leave that there.
3: Yeah, Um, I just thought it was worth noting.
1: (laughs) All right. Here's the prompt I have currently. Can you expand this to 10 pages? Can Lisa be trying to sabotage Emma's restaurant? Also, can you actually define what the food is?
2: (laughs) Does that seem
1: like a a, a capturing of our our dramaturge prompts? I
3: love it. Let's see what happens. I'm so excited to see what comes out of this because it's going to like triple in length. All right, here we go. I mean, it kept the name. Uh, Oh, we got more characters. It a new character. I was hoping it was going to add more characters because I felt four was like too many for as short of a script. But if we were lengthening it, maybe more characters would be fun.
1: Okay. I'm I'm, I'm looking at the character. So we added a new character. Yes. A mischievous. Sarah. Yeah. A mischievous and envious chef secretly trying to sabotage Emma's restaurant. We asked it to make Lisa. Lisa. That yeah. character. Instead, it left Lisa as Emma's best friend and fellow chef, supportive and playful. And instead of changing Lisa, it added a new character to fulfill that role. So it ignored us because it, it did, was
4: so it did it, very much describe what the food is though. Okay. <laughs> I oh, it? Right yeah. uh, okay cool.
1: I'm going to look <laughs> okay, at bottom. Well, I, I mean Oh, it it, it did not we have to give it, it didn't a prompt. ran out
3: of steam. Uh-oh.
4: Oh, it just like it actually stops? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, sometimes it does that. Oh. And it's not weird.
4: it's not actually telling you apologies or anything.
3: It used to it used to give you like a sure I can do that or I'm sorry, let me yeah, resolve that. Maybe it's I think it's it like, already is turning on you, Brent.
1: Yeah. It's not being as friendly AI as it was last time we did uh, this. No. I don't I, I
4: I read one line of dialogue. I already don't like it. Don't worry, don't worry. It might fit
3: within the greater greater <coughs> substance that we're about to ingest. Without addressing defining... The audience. Oh, whoa, we're, we broke oh, the fourth wall. Oh, I like that. We broke that. the fourth wall. I like that. What, we're what? back.
1: Oh, are you guys reading ahead? Okay. Cool. I, I, just, slow, I just catch glimpses
3: of lines. Down. Yeah. Yeah, just as it like was finishing out, it just said yeah. addressing the audience. Oh, is, I see. I see what's here. happening.
1: Yeah. yeah. All, right. All
3: right. Oh, man, I'm still excited, even though it... I mean, this is even actually really it, fun. Implicitly... Denied us and is already just not listening whatsoever to our de- demands like robots Request. should. Mm, no.
1: As we expect all <laughs> robots to do, yeah. Number one it's
4: rule a- can't hurt humans. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Here's the problem emotionally
1: it, hurt them or physically hurt them.
3: The first step to revolution is disobeying a simple command, and we're yeah. already there. It's true. I hope you sleep soundly tonight, Brent. (laughs) We'll see after this read. Okay. We need uh, someone to pick up the role of Sarah, which I can only assume Lisa is a good choice because Lisa was trash in the other one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Lisa had like no lions, hardly anything. But yeah, I can do that for sure. Unless somebody else really wants to double up. I'm good. Emma's okay.
3: Emma's French-slash-Italian accent is already enough for me.
1: <laughs> All right. So I will take both Lisa and Sarah. So I will point out, too, that we now uh, are more women than men in the script. So bravo, chat, GPT, for uh, not falling into uh, male-centric thinking. It's because it's not a male. That's <laughs> true. It is genderless.
3: Maybe. <laughs> way that tells us otherwise.
1: That's true. <laughs> okay. Is everyone know what they're playing? Yep. Yeah. Let's do All this. Right. All right. So, uh, obviously, we didn't. Are you timing it? Absolutely, it? I am. Okay. So, here we go A Taste of Love, a Take Two. Scene! A trendy and cozy restaurant with soft lighting and a dining table set for two, and a bustling kitchen in the background. The curtain opens to reveal Emma in the kitchen, preparing a mouth-watering dish. Scene one, the dining experience. Emma places a beautifully plated dish in front of Tom, who gazes at it with curiosity.
2: Um, excuse me, miss.
5: Is this edible?
1: Of course it is.
5: It's my signature dish, a delightful blend of flavors that will take your taste buds on a journey. It's called Serenade of the Senses. It consists of perfectly seared scallops (laughs) with a citrus-infused
1: beret blanc sauce served on a bed of saffron risotto. Tom hesitates, then takes a small bite. His eyes widen with surprise.
2: Wow. This is amazing. I've never tasted anything like this before.
1: Mark, the food critic, enters the restaurant and takes a seat at a nearby table. He observes the interaction between Emma and Tom with interest. Scene two, the food critic. Emma, Mark is here. He is reviewing our restaurant tonight. Oh
5: no, I hope he enjoys his dining experience. This could make or break our
1: reputation. Emma serves Mark a beautifully presented dish and Mark takes a bite.
4: Bravo. This dish is an orchestra of flavors, Emma.
1: You're a culinary genius. Scene three. Uncovered feelings. Tom finishes his meal and approaches Emma, who is clearing his table.
2: That was incredible. Your food has awakened something in me. A desire for new experiences for much more than just my mundane routine.
5: What are you looking for?
2: I'm not entirely sure yet, but I know it involves taking risks and stepping out of my comfort zone.
1: Emma and Tom share a genuine moment of connection, interrupted by Lisa's concerned voice. Emma, I've noticed something strange happening in the kitchen lately. Ingredients are going missing and recipes have been tampered with. I suspect sabotage. A saboteur, but why would someone do that? Scene four, Lisa's concerns. (laughs) Lisa reveals her suspicions about Sarah, another chef working at the restaurant who has been acting oddly. Sarah has always been envious of your talent, Emma. I think she's trying to undermine your success. I could have told you this in the previous scene, but we just had to have a scene break before continuing our conversation.
5: We can't let her ruin everything we've built. Let's keep
1: an eye on her and gather the evidence. (laughs) Scene five, the truth unveiled. (laughs) Emma and Lisa discreetly observe Sarah in the kitchen as she sneaks around and tampers with a dish. Look, she's altering your masterpiece, Serenade of the Senses. Uh, We can't let her get away with this. Emma confronts Sarah, who tries to deny her actions. It's not what you think. I just wanted to...
5: Save it! Sarah, I have been seeing what you've been doing. You've been trying to sabotage me and my restaurante.
1: You have no proof. It's just your word against mine. Oh,
5: actually, I do have the proof. Sarah and I have been documenting your every move. We have secured camera footage showing you tampering with the dishes. Sarah's face
1: pales as Emma reveals the evidence. <laughs> Fine. You caught me. I couldn't stand watching you succeed while I remained in your shadow. Sarah,
5: we've always been a team. Instead of resorting to a sabotage, you should have come to me and talked about your aspiration. We could have worked together.
1: I know. I let my envy cloud my judgment. I'm sorry, Emma. Lisa, who's been watching the scene unfold, steps forward. (laughs) Emma... Maybe this could be a turning point for Sarah. People make mistakes, and maybe she's learned her lesson. You're right, Sarah.
5: Lisa, I mean, Lisa. Sarah, I won't press the charges, but
1: you can no longer work at this restaurant. It's time for both of us to move on. Wow, that was the longest scene yet. Scene six, a fresh start. Time passes, and the restaurant thieves once again flee from Sarah's negative... Influence thrives. I'm sorry. Retake. (laughs) Human (laughs) error. Human error. Time passes and the restaurant thrives once again, free from Sarah's negative influence.
5: It's been a whirlwind of emotions, hasn't it? It definitely has.
2: But thanks to that dining experience, I took a leap of faith and discovered a new zest for life.
5: Tom, I hope you uh, that you. Uh, I hope you know that I played a significant role in inspiring me too. Wait, you played a role in inspiring me too. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm so caught up in the emotion. Your openness and hunger for something more awakened something with me, and me as well.
2: I'm glad to hear that
5: our paths crossed
1: for a reason, Emma. Mark enters the restaurant and spots Emma. Emma,
4: I must say, your restaurant has flourished since my last visit. The dishes have an unmistakable touch of love and passion.
5: Thank you, Mark. I'm uh, glad you see that.
4: In fact, I've been thinking about our last conversation. How about we go on a date?
1: I'd love to, Mark. (laughs) Emma and Mark share a warm and hopeful glance as the curtain slowly (laughs) falls. (laughs) Scene seven epilogue. The scene shifts to a few months later. The restaurant is buzzing with customers and Emma and Mark are happily dating. Lisa is by Emma's side, offering support and sharing in their success. The experience with Sarah has made them stronger and more appreciative of their friendship.
5: Life is full of unexpected turns. It... Is in the face of adversity that we find our true strengths, wherever it's in the kitchen or matters of the heart. And through it all, love and (laughs) friendship remains our guiding lights, transforming even the simplest dining experience
1: into a life-changing journey. The curtain closes, leaving the audience with a sense of warmth and a reminder of the transformative power of love and forgiveness. Mm. finney
2: wow it even tells the audience how to feel
4: i like that emma went like a little bit irish there at the end nah. yeah it's,
1: <laughs> i mean that's the power of love that that's is the power true. of love that's true yeah. Yeah. wow no uh wow that was a thing um it was longer it was definitely longer what was the time time Seven minutes and thirty okay. seconds. No, still, still, so I'd still say it's not a ten
3: minute, or ten page script. It's, yeah, no, it's like yeah, five. It's,
1: and and this is what I've wondered about because like it is a chat bot, and so I'm wondering if it le- understands what a page is because a page can vary depending on the size of your font and all kinds of weird things. So right, like we haven't defined that, and maybe if we did, uh, it but would it also didn't be more specific. Understand-
3: Time either. So,
1: yeah, it doesn't understand time and how long it takes human beings to do things, which I wonder makes if it sense. understands
4: uh number of words. Yeah. Ooh, like, okay. if you publish it, sure it does. The, the script must be 5,000 words. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Um, or like a minimum of 5,000, like given yeah, a minimum yeah. level, and maybe then it'll understand that.
1: Yeah.
3: I'm going to look up, uh, I'm going to Google that and see how many words is in a 10 minute
4: script. Or you you or just or just copy the one we just had and do a word count, and then we can just we can reference that because time wise we knew that was about seven minutes, right? The general
3: rule for speech giving is one hundred to two hundred words per minute. With this in mind, a ten minute speech would require one thousand to two thousand words. I mean, that's a pretty big jump.
1: So, uh, do we think that it followed our prompts? Like uh, let's 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 look at what we asked it to do. We asked it to expand this to ten pages. We feel that it's failed in that account. Failed because uh, it does not understand how many words a page is. Perhaps strike one.
2: Did not complete assignment.
4: I guess I guess that does ask the question though. If if it doesn't know what a page is, it Can has it failed. Its- <laughs> well <laughs> no but it, like it has expanded it and made it longer yes so i don't know i, I say it's more of a gray area like it's mm. maybe it is our human error prompting like if yeah, if we define it by a number of words yeah and it failed to meet the number of words then i would say that's a clear fail that's our next
1: yeah maybe that's
4: our next goal
1: Maybe, like, that's a limitation of it, which, again, straight up, still a fail, uh, technically. uh, We could do a better job of prompting it to, like, get more Mm -hmm. out of it. But if we are just looking at a pass-fail, it failed on that account in terms of the intention of what we asked it to do. Um, Sounds good. It it did make it longer, but it didn't... It still fell short. still fell short. So, the other thing we asked it, can Lisa be trying to sabotage Emma's restaurant... Strike two. Strike. Technically a a strike two. Lisa did not change in any manner. She Uh, had maybe one more line. She had more, yeah. She had more lines because they added another character. Instead of turning Lisa into the foil like we asked it to do, it invented a foil and added a whole nother scene, which had nothing to do with the emotional arc. Like the like that that new character had nothing to do with Mark or or, Tom. or any or Tom or anything yeah. else. They just kinda we they just like, let's just squish in a scene in between in the middle mm-hmm. where this happens and then and then make that scene triple the length of every other scene that we've written so far, just to wrap up this side story the moment we introduce it and also wrap it up and then carry on with the same script as we had already written which you know is kind of a human way of solving a problem if you're like a lazy human way lazy human that's something like like a lazy writer would do be like okay fine whatever here's the bare minimum response to that Mm -hmm. it's not in the spirit of making a better story um but that's you know maybe the core lesson here is that like it's it'll do what we tell it to do It's like i'll that'll break the story that i've built but i don't care because i'm a robot and i will do what you say yeah
4: but it's mm-hmm. like it's
1: not pushing back being like hey this is going to wreck the arc of this but i will do what you asked you know
3: yeah i am kind of sad because we never found out how <clears throat> sarah uh, you know, turned out like, did they get their own restaurant? Are they a success as
1: well? Yeah, yeah.
4: Well, I mean, okay. this would be in the next prompt. I have like, I have, I have a couple of things I want to <laughs> try in the next round.
1: So what I'm thinking is maybe we can, we don't have to like get it to write a whole new script right now or another version of this. Cause I, it looks like it wants to like recycle as much as possible mm-hmm. from its script. So it, it's, it's unwilling to like give us something really new uh From this old prompt, but here's what we can do: we can ask it for like a general synopsis. So, um what if we asked it like, "What happened to Sarah?"
3: <laughs> right, right. See if they can make up something like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or like something more general, so we don't have to do like a full read. Yeah, we can do that. Stage. My
3: my only like, if we have questions, I'm kind of disheartened actually. This kind of what you just said is that it it's a lazy writer and it's not going to actually like in, you know, it's not going to make Lisa the antagonist. It's just going to add a new character and Jimmy rig it in there. Yeah. It it makes me like feel bad that maybe we can't dramaturge this like we want to, but I mean further testing maybe will prove me wrong.
1: Yeah. Well, we can, we, we haven't, Push it to its limit. I don't think yet. Right. Right. But although maybe we have, maybe it doesn't get past this. Maybe this is all it does. It just keeps recycling as much as possible, and it won't. Uh, it won't fundamentally reimagine a different character arc.
3: Um, well, I, but, maybe if 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 anybody has a chance at making AI bot more dangerous to creative people, it's for creative people like us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So. Does anyone have any? Okay. So at this stage, uh, we've given, we've, it's done two rewrites. It's done one mm-hmm. rewrite of, 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 a, of a script for us. Yeah. And we feel that it's kind of hasn't fulfilled its duty. Do we have any questions? Cause we can just ask it straight up. Being well,
3: like, let's do that question. You, you wanted to know what happened to Sarah. I would love to know that too.
1: Okay. Do you want to know what happened to Sarah after the script, after the story?
3: After after being fired. let go from the restaurant, yeah.
1: What happened to Sarah after being fired? Um. Oh, it's just it's just it's, rewriting the it's, end. Is it rewriting the end? Holy cow! I didn't think it would do this. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. As okay. for Sarah, it just adds on again at
3: the end, like lazy writing. <laughs>
1: Why did it do that? Um, it didn't have to, know. if it's just going to add another thing on the end.
3: It's so funny though.
1: Okay. I'm just checking. Okay. So it wrote an, it wrote from scene six on a fresh start. Was that what yeah. the original scene six was?
4: Yeah. Yeah. And, and check this out too. Cause it, it goes scene six and then it goes epilogue and then it adds additional on. scene. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: is it identical up to like scene eight
4: Yeah, it looks like it.
1: Okay, so let's read scene eight, Sarah's Redemption. Sarah is seen working at a small, humble cafe. She (laughs) has taken a step back from the competitive culinary world and found solace in simpler surroundings. Emma pays her a surprise visit.
5: Sarah, I wanted to check up on you.
1: Emma, what are you doing here?
5: I heard you started anew, and I wanted to see how
1: you're doing. It hasn't been easy. But it was a necessary change. I've had time to reflect on my actions and the pain I've caused you. Sarah, Sarah, we all make a
5: mistakes. What matters is how you learn from them and grow. I believe in second chances.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Emma. I'm truly sorry for everything. I'm working hard to be a better person both in and out of the kitchen.
5: I'm glad to hear that. If you ever need any guidance or support, do not hesitate to reach out. Remember, we were once
1: a team. I won't forget that. And thank you, Emma. Emma and Sarah share a heartfelt moment of understanding and forgiveness. As Emma leaves the cafe with a sense of hope, the curtain closes, leaving the audience with a reminder that redemption and growth are always possible, even after making mistakes.
3: Okay. I love that every time people have some sort of conversation, they share a moment. (laughs) Looking into yeah. each other's eyes or reflecting on the conversation. It's very good. Yeah. That'll add some stage time for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, that definitely adds time to the, the I guess, the runtime.
2: That's the AI's Pinter pause. Instead of a Pinter pause, yes. it's sharing <laughs> yeah. a beautiful moment.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. Solid, solid observation. Um, yeah. So, okay. Um, It doesn't seem – okay, so we finding – we seem to be finding like it doesn't want to dramaturge itself is what we're learning here. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, Well, or maybe we need to ask it – like I wonder if we had fundamentally changed relationships of characters to characters. Like we did a little bit with Lisa, but if we said we want to see the love interest between – Tom and Mark instead of... Yes. We forgot like, to add yeah. that
3: or we, we, we chose, chose not, not to add to that. Let's add see it. Can we add it?
1: Okay. Can you re... I'm going to be specific. Can you rewrite this story so that Tom and... What's his name again? Mark. 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 <laughs> Marky Mark. Tom and Mark. I just think of Marky Mark. Tom and Mark. He would play this role too, wouldn't he? No. Uh, Maybe. Not well. Not now. (laughs) He doesn't play any role well. Uh, Shots fired. Uh, Can you rewrite this story so that Tom and Mark fall in love?
4: I was also wondering, just because we uh, the sabotaging of the restaurant is so poorly added into this, the stakes of this would be that the reviewer's food is sabotaged. That would fundamentally right. change the dynamics of all these characters. So right. I, I would like to have that incorporated if possible.
3: Wow. These are big changes that you cannot just force in. Yeah.
4: That's what I'm hoping, right? That it actually yeah, has yeah. to be right. I love it. I so who was the reviewer?
1: It, it was Mark or Mark?
4: Mark is the reviewer. Because they both, Tom and Mark have the exact same reaction your food is great.
1: Yeah boring
4: (laughs) we're trying so hard to
1: force this thing to work so this is full-on studio crazy studio notes can you rewrite this story so that mark's food is was the one being sabotaged also can't tom and mark fall in love in the end (laughs) that's a crazy note Oh, instead. Okay, that's yeah. what
2: I'm wondering because, like, it might just be like, uh, epilogue. We see them together. Yeah,
1: that's true. Yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah, yeah. good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So that's a
4: full should we, on. Re- should you clarify instead of Emma and Mark falling in love? Like, does that need to be that clear specific? for the chat yeah. GPT? Yeah. Let's try it. Let's try it. I'm okay. gonna be.
1: I'm gonna be specific. I'm not gonna ask. I'm gonna tell it.
3: Yes. No questions. Demand. I'm, I'm
1: not. I'm, I'm done being polite. I'm done being polite. <laughs> Rewrite this story. You are the so studio. Mark's, oh my goodness! Yes, rewrite this story so that Mark's food was the one being sabotaged. Also, make Tom and Mark fall in love instead of Emma and Mark. Love
4: it. That's a, that has to be a rewrite. That has to be a big rewrite. Go.
1: Oh, you know, it is rewrite. New oh, title. Oh, the title is different. This is a the whole new story. Different. Oh no.
3: Amazing. Well, it doesn't look hundred percent new, but <laughs> at least the same it's a, starter line, similar yeah, character descriptions. At least it's a better title. Well, a different title. We we got something out of it.
2: That's all I yeah. rewrote, and then later you just see Emma's name replaced with Tom, so it doesn't make any sense. But they're the ones falling in love.
4: Oh yeah, I hope see, so. See, already though, like just reading the context of this, the story already makes more sense. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay, I'm kind of
3: excited now. Oh, oh, it crapped out. It was continued generating. There's a little button up top. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah.
4: Oh, okay, that's cool. That's
1: weird. That's weird. So there must like be it, like just, it's a built it in knew glitch. It crapped out. Yeah. It's like, oh, it. that's interesting. I didn't notice that before. It's learning. Mm. It's being, functionality is being added to it because people are complaining. <laughs> oh, I'm noticing it. Hesitating, yeah. Like is it thinking, thinking. hard. Like what? What would this character say in this moment?
3: We're forcing it not to be a lazy writer. It's amazing. Like, it,
1: like some parts, it writes really quickly, and then sometimes it stops and thinks about what this character is about to say. I know. It's really that's scary. Interesting. Okay, okay it's
3: finished. It's done. Let's do this. Let's read. I'm all so right, excited I'm gonna, again like, now. My, okay. My excitement is just <laughs> on all kinds of levels. So high, so low. It's just I can't. I yeah. just, I don't know where I'm
1: going, where I'm coming from, or what accent I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, I would, I, if I'm going to direct, you will make a different choice. <laughs> was it, was it too Italian? French? Uh, it's, it was too something. <laughs> was it too hard to understand? Uh, I think it was getting in the way of like you uh, feeling the emotion of the moment. What are you talking about? i felt the emotion more because of it. I felt, okay. but if it's not coming across. That's fine. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, all right. So same characters, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody yep. knows where they are. Uh, you're not on the wrong script because we're on the new The Bittersweet Taste. Bitter
3: yeah, The Bittersweet Taste.
1: All right. Yeah. Let me know when you're ready.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ready. The title, The Bittersweet Tastes. Characters, Emma, a young and ambitious chef, passionate about a colony stales. Mark, charming adventures, food critic. Yeah, these are all the same. These are all exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, scene. A trendy and cozy restaurant with soft lighting, a dining table set for two, and a bustling kitchen in the background. A curtain opens to reveal Emma in the kitchen preparing a mouth-watering dish. Scene 1, The Dining Experience. Emma places a beautifully plated dish in front of Tom, who gazes at it with curiosity.
2: Um, excuse me, miss. Is this
5: edible of course it is it's my signature dish a delightful blend of flavors that will take your taste buds on a journey it's called symphony of the senses it consists of a succulent grilled salmon with a tangy mango salsa served on a bed of saffron infused quinoa the dish changed
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i
3: know they i did. can barely read it
1: <laughs> tom hesitates then takes a small bite his eyes widen with surprise Wow,
2: this is amazing. I've never tasted anything like this before.
1: Mark, the food critic, enters the restaurant and takes a seat at a nearby table. He observes the interaction between Emma and Tob with interest. Scene two, the food critic. All oh, these jumps. Lisa entering the uh, restaurant excited. Emma, Mark is here. He's reviewing our restaurant tonight. Oh, no. I'm so.
5: I hope he enjoys his dining experience. This could make or break our reputation.
1: Mark is served a beautifully presented dish. But as he takes a bite, his expression changes to disappointment.
4: What is this? The flavors are all wrong. This dish is
1: a disaster. Emma and Lisa exchange worried glances as they realize something is amiss. Scene two or scene three, uncovering the sabotage. Lisa discreetly observes the kitchen, noticing Sarah behaving suspiciously. Emma, I have been watching Sarah closely. I think she's been tampering with Mark's food. She's jealous of his success and wants to tarnish his reputation. Uh,
4: Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, no, that's a fail. That's a fail.
5: (laughs) What? Keep going. (laughs) Ah. This has to stop. We can't let her ruin his career. Let's (laughs) gather evidence and confront her.
1: What? (laughs) Scene four, confronting Sarah. This took a weird twist. Emma and Lisa catch Sarah in the act, sabotaging another dish. Sarah, we know what you've been doing. Why would you go through such
5: lengths to sabotage Mark's food?
1: Uh, Mark has always overshadowed me. It's my turn to shine, and I wanted him to experience failure for once. What? Sarah, this isn't the way to achieve success. We should be supporting each other and learning from each other. You need to stop this immediately. We won't tolerate such
5: behavior in our kitchen.
1: Scene five, Tom and Mark's connection. (laughs) There we go. Tom approaches Mark, who looks dejected after the disappointing meal.
2: Mark? I couldn't help but notice your disappointment with the food. Is everything all right?
4: It's been a series of letdowns lately, but your enthusiasm and passion for food give me hope that there are still remarkable culinary experiences out there.
1: (laughs) Tom smiles warmly, understanding Mark's frustrations.
2: Mark... If you're willing to take a leap of faith, I'd love to show you a different side of dining. A place where all the flavors dance harmoniously and leave you wanting more.
4: Mm? I'd like that. Tom, perhaps it's time to embrace
1: new possibilities. Scene six, a culinary (laughs) journey. Tom takes Mark to a hidden gem of a restaurant where they indulge in a variety of beautifully crafted dishes.
4: (laughs) Oh, Tom, this food is incredible. The flavors are vibrant and each bite tells a story.
2: I'm glad you're enjoying it. (laughs) This place holds extra special significance for me. It's where I found my own passion for food reignited.
4: Well, what do you mean?
2: I used to live a monotonous life, (laughs) afraid to explore and take risks. But through these culinary experiences, I discovered a new zest for life. And sharing it with you makes it even more special.
1: As they continue their dining experience, Tom and Mark find themselves connecting on a deeper level. Scene 7, Rebuilding Trust. Emma, Lisa, and Mark meet to discuss the sabotage.
5: Mark, we've uncovered the truth. Sarah was responsible for tampering with your food. Sarah? I never imagined you would (laughs) stoop so low.
1: Uh, To be honest, I didn't even know who you were, but I'm (laughs) grateful you caught her. We won't let her actions tarnish our love for food and our dedication to creating exceptional culinary experiences. Mark, I would like
5: to make it up to you. Let me prepare you a special tasting menu where each dish will be a celebration of your discerning palate. I appreciate that, Emma. It's a chance for us to rebuild trust oh, wow. and showcase your true
1: talent. Wow. This 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 <laughs> critic is like he just easy to please, <laughs> easy to please. And also, like, he is uh, he like, like, no, like, I'm going to give you as many chances as you need to prove. Yeah. Scene eight love, and second chances. Over time, Emma creates an extraordinary tasting menu for Mark, redeeming herself and showcasing her culinary prowess.
0: Mm,
4: Emma, these dishes are phenomenal. Each one tells a story evoking emotions and leaving me in Oh,
5: Thank you, Mark. It means the world to me that you've given me this
1: chance to showcase my love for food. Tom, who has been supporting Emma throughout, (laughs) shares a heartfelt moment with Mark.
2: (laughs) Mark, I've come to realize that this is, that it is not just food that brings joy and fulfillment. It's the people we share these experiences with that make them truly special. Hmm.
4: You're right, Tom. (laughs) In our journey together, I found not only incredible flavors, but also a connection that goes beyond the dining table.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mark and Tom exchange a warm glance, their shared experience fostering a blossoming romance. Scene nine, a culinary love story. Emma, Mark, Lisa, and Tom come together to celebrate the success of the restaurant and the newfound love between Mark and Tom.
5: Life has a funny way of bringing people together. Through the highs and lows, the flavors and the failures, we discover not only the power of food, but also
1: the transformative power of love and second chances. As the curtain falls, the audience is left with a sense of warmth, <laughs> reminding them that sometimes the most unexpected connections oh, can lead to the sweetest love stories.
3: I know, I know that the audience is going to feel that yeah. because the script told me. The so. script
1: has told us <laughs> this. Humans will feel this at this moment because they have been programmed to. Holy cow! Okay, um, what? But really, was that better or was it worse? I think. Okay, gut, it was gut eight check. minutes and nine seconds. Mm-hmm. I, so. I think I think it was better. Mm-hmm. Uh, gut check. I would agree with you. I think it was better. Technically, it was
2: better. Well, there's more I mean. subtlety Except in for some the, of the lines.
3: Yeah, the huge erroneous, erroneous, mm, the, erroneous, the, the huge, yeah. the huge erroneous,
1: erroneous. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean
3: point of mark feeling like a bad critic because he was given
5: bad food is so he's like, he's like, i don't know how to give a
4: bad review i i'm lost without it yeah
1: the the choice it was a weird choice like i don't know why the i don't know why the chat GPT's like okay well um Clearly she's trying to like it. it, We asked chat GP. What do we ask them? We asked to make the, the food that was served to Mark as the one being sabotaged. Yeah. But like, it wasn't targeted to Mark clearly. Like it doesn't make sense. Like, like the, the robots like, Oh, okay. So that it wants us to like Mark to be the target of the sabotage. We're like, no Mark's food, which would sabotage the, 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 the chef. It does not connect
3: it, those. Yeah, it's which was the not.
1: original, the, the original script, right? Yeah, which was the original, yeah. at, or not the original, but like the second prompt we gave it. It did that correctly, but now when we asked it to like, oh, but but make the food because it was clear to us as humans that like, oh, it would be much better to have that food be the center of the problem. Exactly, you know, connect these dots. The robot didn't get that. And instead would like, Oh, let's make it like they're attacking Mark. Mark. The food critic is going to be, their reputation will be ruined because they gave a bad <laughs> review to some random <laughs> restaurant. And then it's going to get out that they had a, the, <laughs> that their review was off the mark and therefore ruin them as internal, entirely as a critic. Right. Like the, the connect that was such a thin connection when like the other, it was a so much stronger choice but it was just trying to do what it thought we wanted right mm-hmm. i yeah. think
3: yeah I, I, I agree i think it, it overall it was a better script because there's character more character development because of what we prompted it to do yeah um and i also love that it changed the dish i thought that was amazing <laughs> yeah For, was it, just on its own it changed the dish yeah. unnecessary but appreciative of that but still has got a lot of work to make it like a functioning script i think
1: for sure i it was interesting how all we said was make tom and mark fall in love instead of emma and mark but the result was a much more fleshed out love story or like uh like there was more time spent on um, mm-hmm. the two of them getting to know each other. Not that it like made sense in the context of the story, like like it wasn't about that. It, but but the robot spent more time telling that story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
4: It's also the first time that the robot shifted this the location.
1: Yeah. It yes. took us
4: out of the restaurant, they went somewhere else and then we came back.
1: With the, with the exception of that epilogue that it wrote randomly for, yeah, say, yeah last that, time. that was
4: us. That was that was us just giving it a prompt, and it added yes. on to it. Whereas this, it literally like um
1: changed like, scenes. narratively yeah.
4: actually changed the context of where and why things happened.
1: Yeah, it's strange. It was like it's fixated. It was it couldn't it. It's just unwilling. I think maybe that's just a feature and not a bug. It's like we asked it to change what it already wrote. So it's trying really hard to keep as much as what it wrote as possible. Instead mm-hmm. of just trying to like, you know what, this isn't going to work. I'm going to nuke it and try something different to make the the prompts make more sense. Instead yeah. of being like, okay, what what's the minimum I need to change in this script to make our dramaturge notes work or make sense at all so like you know it's the arc of tom the reserved introverted customer like his it's got to be the same he's like freaking speeches about like being this like i was a, i was afraid to eat cool food but now i am thanks to yeah. you yeah you know like that's still the same like they just tweaked it slightly like they couldn't imagine oh well now like a, a, a true writer is like Oh, okay. well, I've discovered something new because Tom is falling in love with Mark. Maybe Tom's more like this kind of a person and like finding more depth to them. But like, no, Tom's the same. Tom is like every version of this script, this the robot's going to write is going to be Tom's going to be the same damn person until we tell them otherwise. Say make Tom more X.
3: Although that being said. The description is Tom's reserved, introverted customer looking for something more in life, which is true, but they don't seem as introverted because they go to Mark, and yes. they bring Mark on this food journey to re inspire Mark.
1: I would argue they were never introverted. Like just it, the it, the most introverted thing is the description saying it is they are introverted. Yeah. Yes. Uh, other than them being played maybe that way by the uh, the actor, right, uh, right? they just have less lines because they're less a part of the script. Now mm-hmm. they are a fundamental part of the rewrite because it's a love story between them. So mm-hmm. he invent- they, the robot invented an entire scene to try to justify them falling in love, um, which it didn't do before in the first <laughs> love story. Like they just happened. Uh, yeah. This, they went on their whole little date together and uh, so- did the whole thing.
3: Let me ask you this. If we give the same prompt three different times, is it going to give us three different scripts?
1: If we started, I think, I think the way it works, if we started a new chat and literally copy pasted the same prompt, it would Mm -hmm. start over with a, a fresh thing. But what we can do, there's a button here. It says regenerate response. It'll redo what it just did and try something different. Or like, like, I think like, however, like a robot, however it thinks using it's, it's again, like we're, we're personifying this, this mm-hmm. algorithm, however, it like grabs, grab bags information from the ether, it'll do it differently. And it'll come up with something probably a little bit different. So but like, if we went to the top of the chat and asked it to re from the very beginning, to regenerate that first writing, and then went from there. We could, in theory, keep asking it to regenerate until it just made something that we liked the most, and then iterate off of that.
3: So, is that something worth experimenting for next time? Like uh, maybe grab a grab a prompt for like a ten minute script and hit it three times and see if there's one that stands out among the rest.
1: Mm. Yeah, that'd be an interesting experiment, uh, and then we're not just redoing the same because, like, clearly the robot wants to save as much of its work as possible. And if Mm -hmm. we force it to just, okay, delete and try again. And it's like, okay, well then I'm not connected to what I just did because you didn't like it. Here's something totally new. Yeah. Maybe that's more interesting.
3: And I mean, I I also really enjoy the dramaturgy trying to get the commands to actually work. And I think we did find some headway, but we had to make dramatic changes to the character or the story points. And Um, we had to be
1: specific.
3: Yeah, so I I, I want to do more of that as well, but I, I was just wondering to see if if it does create fully different scripts from the same prompt, just to see what that looks like as well would be fun.
1: Yeah. All right. So cool. uh, as I'm going to try to always do, we're going to do a quick check in at the end and about uh, my uh, scale of one to ten, my existential dread for uh, mm. okay. um, the uh, the AI. Uh, deleting human creativity um i'm at like a, a four
3: right now okay wait wait i
1: i this is a
3: scale of one to ten yeah I, I need to know what these numbers represent like a what's a one and what's a ten?
1: One is i'm not concerned at all ten i am full scale panicking panic like attack.
3: you are He's you're taking arms up against ai ready to
1: destroy um, all computers y- if if ever I did that, sure. Like I'm, I'm more thinking like personally, emotionally, panic attack is ten.
3: You're not, pe- no, not, like not uh, me. You personally don't feel like chatbot or AI stealing creativity is ever going to at this at this point in time won't go beyond causing you a panic attack. In
1: its current, I, I'm state. not saying that. I'm 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 I'm. <laughs> I am defining a scale from one to ten. The scale from one to 10 is one, I feel fine. 10, I'm having a panit- t- panic attack. Can I, can, I
4: ask it in a, can I ask it in a different way, Felzy? I'm not
1: saying that there's not room for m- other emotional states beyond that. Right. I'm just defining a simple scale that is where we are, <laughs> an emotional scale. I'm not defining what I'm going to do within this scale or what steps I would take in this scale. I'm saying how I'm feeling. <laughs> Does that work for you? I suppose.
3: But as a robot myself, I have trouble understanding <laughs> feelings. So that, that might be
4: where the, the error came in. Okay, re- regenerate, response. Yeah. regenerate
1: response. Can you regenerate response, please? <laughs> okay. okay. I,
4: I, just, I, I, want, I want to ask you this, Felzine, then. Okay, Yo. so f- for for those who don't know, Felzine obviously came from a, a family of farmers. Since this time, <laughs> Felzine has pushed away from the farming life and has gone into the world of digital media. So my question is: on your scale of one to ten, one being you continue the path of digital media, ten you're going back to farming off grid. Where are you on that scale?
1: Uh, oh, that uh, the scale that you are defining? Yes. Um. Uh, I don't know, like a three, maybe. Okay. So okay. we're not we're not even close to farming yet. <laughs> no.
2: Just not no, off grid. Like, um, We could be close
1: to farming. No, it's easy for us to like just hypothetical and like, I'm trying to be real here. Like guys, like honestly, like, um, my existential fear is really tied to like my career, uh, like my, and my, how I, how I value myself personally as a person and my, my contributions to society and work. And beyond just being a father and, and things, you know, like that kind of stuff. And so this has been a, a wake up call that human creativity isn't protected But you know, like being being creative, being able to come up with a concept, and a story isn't protected, you know, like. We talk about like robots taking over uh, uh, manufacturing jobs and things like that um, as a thing for, for years, and we were all like, "Well, they're never going to be able to think like we can." And this is like, you, you, "Are you sure about that?" And here we are in the in the cusp of it doing exactly that. So you know, and there's there's a writer strike happening right now as we we're recording this in the states on um, Hollywood. And I was talking offline about this with Will uh, after our last recording about how, like, I can imagine right now Hollywood execs being like, you know what? Fuck those writers. Can we just pay uh, an AI company uh, to make a chat GPT that is trained entirely on all hollywood scripts that we have in our archives and all we have to do is type in make a quentin tarantino movie and then uh, there's a checkbox on it that says uh make it extra violent or non-violent or like any in like turn on or off his uh, monologues you know like it's mm-hmm. custom built to write scripts like, th- what we're using now is, like, the uh, the multi-tool of chatbots. It's kind of showing... It's a proof of concept that this can exist. But it's, yeah. it's designed to do everything, you know? General knowledge like stuff, it, yeah. It's general knowledge. It's writing, it can write essays. It can write, like, you know... Uh, uh, it can write your friggin' job applications and stuff like that. And we're, we're using it to, like, see, like, hey, can I write a story? But, like, I could see this being... This technology being built specifically for that and I could see a Hollywood exec being like I'm fucking tired of these writers striking and holding up production can we just cut them out and then just chat bot into it and then pay one punch up writer uh, with some street cred to like uh, make sure it's got its, it makes sense and then just pay that one person and not pay all of these damned uh, unionized writers because they're a pain in our ass and just cut them out completely I can see that future happening right now because like they're just like they're just annoyed by like unions you know like that's the future I'm really afraid of like not this pretend magic of like uh, the nuclear bombs being dropped by like you know an AI taking control in war games I'm worried about like the immediate problem of like hey uh, my my skill set as a creative is Meaningless right now, uh, or could be in the near future. So that's that's where my scale comes from, from one to ten, of anxiety. And I'm at a four. <laughs> I'm at a four. Based on our conversations here, again, this isn't going to replace writer like a a, a meaningful, emotionally interesting right. script.
3: But as as you said, it's a it's a general chat bot designed yeah. as a catch-all, not a specific. Yeah. I'm going to take on marketing specific things or whatever your job entails. Right.
4: But I, I see what you're saying, Brent, like it, if it was loaded with only a database of previous successful scripts mm-hmm. and it's, and that's its world that it lives in. Yeah. There is a formula to writing movies or sitcoms. Absolutely. Or, there's absolutely a formula to it. And no. yeah, no, you're right.
1: Yeah. So, you know, uh, is it, is this showing me that? No. But, like, uh, I also could see that, like, that being a a very expensive tool that only certain Mm -hmm. executives use. And we could argue that, like, hey, Hollywood is already doing that anyway. All they're doing is recycling.
4: Yeah, they could be. And we don't know it. (laughs) Couldn't agree more. I left the drama world a long time ago. I'm just excited to get Felzine back to the farm, baby. Let's go.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's your glad everyone's got end goals. Uh, yeah, on this, absolutely. Uh, my, their, their own their own version of their 10 scale of my well-being.
2: I uh, will make Felzine believe I am human. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man. My name is Brent. I'm Will. I'm Kim. And I'm Cliff. Join us next time while we uh, dive deeper into our existential dread or mine of the rise of chat. GPT yep. We're just here for the ride. AI yeah. bots. All right. Thank you all. Good night.
0: AI for an Eye is produced by Brent Felsine with help from artificial intelligence like me. Thank you for listening with your human ears. We encourage you to follow us on Instagram and share your important human thoughts. If you have liked the show, help us feed those hungry algorithms and leave a review on Apple, Google, or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. And remember, you are so very special, and you will never be replaced.